but seriously, let's let's dig into the, like the the early days. The Where early were you days. born, brother? I was born in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Saudi Arabia. My father. I was born in 1982. If I'm not mistaken, I think my father went there either in 1980 or 1981. He had a government job, mm -hmm. and at the time, it was you could not be. You had to be married to take any dependents over. It wasn't like some single status assignment. And so he he met my mom in Hawaii okay. and told my mom, hey, I got this job in Saudi Arabia, but you could only come with me if we're married. So they got married uh, in Hawaii. All right. And then my father took the job, moved to Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> I wasn't supposed to be born in Saudi Arabia, but there was a complication at birth, or there was a complication during my mother's pregnancy with moi. And she could not fly home stateside to have me. So the Australian, the only Western doctor on this very remote base in a very remote city in Saudi Arabia was Australian. Yeah. And this Australian doctor told my mom, you're not flying. This kid is being born right here. She Inside. told a woman what to do when she was pregnant? Oh, that doctor said, you're not Ooh. flying. No, you're, yeah, you're not flying. So obviously you were born there? I was born in Saudi Arabia, and I lived in Saudi Arabia for five years, the first five years of my life, when I was born and when I was five. I'm not Saudi. For the, I get that. Are you Saudi? No, I'm not Saudi. Um, you you know, don't look Saudi. I don't look Saudi. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, not Saudi either, just in case anybody <laughs> was wanting. So uh, then at age five, moved to the States. Okay. You oh, know. but talk to me about the language. Did you pick up any the language while you were there? I did, yeah. So I went to you know I went to kindergarten in Arabic. Okay, um, like fluent, I, or did you have like flashcards? Yeah, like? man, as, as I mean, as fluent as you could be in five, in, you know, when you're age five. That's when you learn. Yeah, well, I was I, I grew up. Yeah, I, I grew up uh, speaking Arabic, playing on the playground with other. My mom actually taught English. So my, we were there for my dad's job, but my okay. mom actually taught English at an all girls Saudi school. So my mom would bring me to her work and I'd play on the playground with all the Saudi girls at age five and, you know, pick, started picking up Arabic. Okay. Uh, then my dad's contract ended. What happened after that? We moved to the States. And then from age five to 10, I lived in the States. We lived in Hawaii okay. and Arizona. I went to first, second, third, fourth, fifth grade in Phoenix, Desert Cove. All right. In your old hood. Yeah. And then the start of my sixth grade year, we actually moved back to Saudi Arabia. So then I went to Saudi Arabia. I lived in Saudi Arabia again, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, freshman year of high school. Okay. And that's where he met the lights of a guy named Keith Carraway. <laughs> so we weren't buddies back back, back in the day. I wish we were, because that would have been awesome. Um, and then what happened out? How'd you end up back to uh, Saudi? Yeah so, yeah, so sixth grade. Or after fifth grade, like I said, moved back to Saudi. Mm -hmm. It's been sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade in Saudi Arabia. Then contract ended again. How did that make you feel, though? Because that's a lot of traveling. I, and it's so, extreme. No, you know, I am blessed. So I, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, I went that's to- That's in hindsight. Did you feel blessed then? 100%. Okay. No questions asked. I went to the American school. Okay. In, and at the time, it's a little bit different now, but after the first Gulf War and in the mid to late 90s- there were a lot of Americans working in Saudi Arabia, like a lot. So we lived on these massive American compounds. We went to an American school, American okay. teachers, American curriculum, but you're in the international community. So you were comfy. I was super comfy. And you know what? We were blessed, you know? Okay. So for spring break, what do we do here? We go to San Diego for mm -hmm. spring break. I went skiing in Switzerland. Every year. I mean, we, we, that, you know, because it's a lot easier to get to Switzerland <laughs> than fly back to the States. So right, right, I right. grew up in a very blessed environment. 
So uh, what he's trying to say, America, is that uh, <laughs> yeah, mom and pops did all right. Yeah, well, well yeah. so this thing that you knew we have in common, we call it the army. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a great, yeah. Okay. Where'd you go to basic? Fort Leonard Wood. Lost in the woods. For what? What was your own was? Uh, 98 Golf. I joined as a linguist. I grew up speaking, reading, writing Arabic, and I joined under their language program okay. pre-9-11, right out of high school, yeah. senior year. I'm off to the Army, mom and dad, which was good. I come from a long line of military, but uh, joined under their language program. All right. Yeah. So you're in. I'm in. What's your first duty station? Fort Carson, yeah. Colorado. And did you like it? Not like it? Loved it. How did you feel about the Army at this time? I have a very, well, uh, you know, I have a very, what I would say, kind of different time, different Army path. You know, I don't even know much about the Army, to be honest with you. I, I served for like six years and four months a long time ago. I've been out double, if not triple, the amount of time I was in, but very early on in my Army days, and I've... I don't think I've ever even told this story. I was, you know, a young buck. And these guys come in a GMC blacked out, real goofy looking dude. Two what guys? Just I, some dudes? I don't know. Just some dudes. Okay. I don't know. You're getting in trust with dudes. Anyway, let's, I, I'm sorry. So I, I they're like, yeah, let's, you're going to come with us. Hmm. I said, oh, okay. You could have been on first 48. I'll let you continue. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Hopping in trucks with dudes. Hopping in trucks with dudes. We drive off post to a Holiday Inn, and they're like, go up to room 127. You're going to take a polygraph test. I was like, oh, okay. So I go up, and I sit in a chair, much like this. I don't know if you've ever taken a polygraph test, but you have sensors. Oh, yeah. You know, you have all kinds of sensors. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Your sweat, your pulse, they're measuring. I have all kinds of sensors. And for six hours, well, three hours, felt like fucking three days, but yeah. for three hours... They just start asking me all these questions. Like a, it was like a lifestyle CI scope polygraph test. Everything. Do you have cats in your basement? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, are you a terrorist? Do you have terrorist ties? Have you ever accepted Bob? Well, all the stuff. Right, you know right. the deal. Foreign relations. Yeah. And all that stuff. Well, you know, I, I pass because you know I'm not a terrorist. Uh, you know, FYI. So I pass this polygraph, and then they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna come work for us in a special operations community." I was like, "Oh, well, that sounds like a lot better than what I was gonna do." What happened after that? Uh, training, training. I ultimately made it on an ODA. Okay. And so they just took you and put you on special forces. Yeah, that's a fact. Yep. So you're in the army. I'm in the army. Uh, you're in ODAs. I was in third battalion, 10th group. Uh, I was on eight, five and eight, six. Uh, how old are you? Team 20, dude. early twenties. Okay. Having a good time. Best time. Of, that those three, those, those years shaped me. No questions. I want to hear how you felt about because you know you have the nervous jitters before deployments, right? Mm. I know I did because I don't know string beans from chili. Um, but yeah, you'll get that in the car. <laughs> How'd you feel about it? Feel You're, about deploying? How I know it was high alert for me, but was it high alert for you as well, or were you in the groove because you had these guys? You know, it was when you say high alert. Yeah, it high was. Alert. Uh, the the highest alert I've ever been was probably my third rotation. Ooh. Uh, my third trip. My third and last trip. Did uh, it make you want to get out? No. It did. I don't know why I got out. I remember, actually, on that third trip to Iraq, I just, you know, 
I voluntarily extended a little bit extra to complete some training and do okay. this final deployment. But my third trip to Iraq, I was debating whether to stay in or stay out. And something just said, get out. And I remember in the team house, upstairs, in the corner, on a laptop at 2 a.m., registering for English 101 at Paradise Valley Community College. From Iraq? In Admiya, Baghdad, in our team house, 20 minutes before we went on a hit. Okay. It's a fact. So the hit went well. Most of our hits went well. Yes. <laughs> and and somehow then, boom, you're out. 